Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is episode 326 of JumbleThink. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to JumbleThink, where we interview dreamers, makers, innovators, and influencers all about their journey of turning dreams and ideas into reality. Along the way, we're going to share some tips on how you can turn your own dreams and ideas into reality, too. Our guest on today's show is Dr. Joe Weber. More about Dr. Weber in a moment. Whether you're a new listener or a longtime fan, if you've never subscribed to JumbleThink, head on over to your favorite place to listen podcasts, search for JumbleThink, and click subscribe. You don't know where to look? Simply head on over to JumbleThink.com. You'll find links to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, and more. Now let's jump into today's conversation. Hey there, friends. Welcome to JumbleThink. My name is Michael Woodward. I am your host, and we have an incredible conversation with Dr. Joe Weber lined up for you today. But before we dive into that, I wanted to check in and see how you're doing. I know for many of you listening, you might be facing some big hurdles, big changes. The rhythm of life has changed, maybe for work or your family or your school or just simply doing the things that you love. That can easily become a fearful place to live, can be a hopeless place to live, and and you may have some real obstacles that you need to figure out how to overcome for the future that you need to create. I wanted to let you know that you never need to do it alone. Doing it alone is a recipe for disaster. You really do need to have some friends around you. And if if you don't have that, if you don't know where to turn, I'm here to listen. You can literally drop me an email, mike at jumblethink.com. It comes right to me. I would love to have a conversation, jump on Skype, jump on Zoom, and just process with you. Your future doesn't have to be hopeless. It doesn't have to be fear-filled. It can be It can be filled with faith for an incredible new season that's about to start. It can be filled with hope for a new season. It could be filled with a transition into the the new possibilities for your life. But don't try to do it on your own. Either reach out to someone you know or drop me that note. Let's get in touch and let's have that conversation. This season, we need community more than ever. And we're going to talk about that in today's conversation with Dr. Joe Weber. But before we did that, I just wanted to let you know that we're here. I'm here for you. And I, I really hope that you are are excited for the possibilities because there's a lot to look forward to for the future. Now, today's guest is Dr. Joe Weber. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Weber. She earned her PhD in quantum physics from Nottingham Trent University in Nottingham, England in 1988 when women only made up 14% of the STEM workforce. Since then, she has gone on to redefine women in the workplace and held the title of CEO at four successful businesses, including Innophase Corporation, a software solution provider to the pharmaceutical and biotech markets, Energy Solutions International, a software technology 
for the energy sector, Virtual Piggy, a financial tech company coined as the PayPal for Kids by Forbes in 2012, and Spirion, a cybersecurity company. Now, her latest venture is Pod, a networking app designed to introduce people online but connect them in person. It's kind of like a reinvention of LinkedIn, but it goes much deeper than that. They're also doing some really cool stuff to give back and connect people who are in need in this time of coronavirus. So let's go ahead and join the conversation, learn about her, her story and also what she's creating at Pod. Today's guest is Dr. Joe Weber. Joe, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking time out to be on the show with us. I'm super excited to talk about what you're doing. Thank you. Thanks very much. Now, you are the CEO and founder of Pod. I know a lot of people listening right now are like, Pod, podcasting. It must be something related to that. Not related (laughs) to that. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about Pod before we jump into the backstory. Just kind of give us an understanding of what you're doing there. Sure. And, you know, I think nowadays you do think of Pod and you think of podcasting. That's true. But I think if you really what a pod is, is a collection. Mm. And it's usually used to describe a collection of marine animals. So we often think of a pod of whales, right? Yeah. Um, we used it because one of the things that we saw, this was probably back in 2017. Um, I, I was with, I used LinkedIn from the very beginning, back in 2015. And when it first started, I was very, very much looking at it like, wow, this is the first business network where I can get to meet people and, and, and so on through in the business context. Unlike Facebook, which is obviously very much more um, more of a social environment. <clears throat> the thing I think that's happened with uh, LinkedIn, uh, they've completely disrupted the world of recruiting. You know, I recently, two, last, last year I recruited two CTOs, one for my own company and one for a company I'm on the board of, and I use LinkedIn for both. Now, 10 years ago, five years ago, even probably, I would have gone out to a recruiting agency. So the whole, I think LinkedIn have done a fantastic job with that. And if you look at where their revenue comes from, a large proportion comes from these, these activities. We've, we've all got our resumes online at LinkedIn and the recruiters can see it. And it's um, a very big piece of, of the business. But I do think the thing that LinkedIn has kind of missed out a bit on is, is that true networking, the real bringing people together. And Jeff Weiner. Um, who's the CEO of LinkedIn and did a fabulous job, recently left. And one of the things that his, he was leaving, was, you know, one of his reasons for leaving was he felt there was a lack of diversity in our network. So, so what happens is you get online and LinkedIn says, bring all your friends. Facebook does the same. Yeah. And now all of a sudden all you've done is put your friends online and you're chatting with them. And then you get some guy from India or Pakistan who you've, you've never met, you're never likely to meet, says, I'd like to join your network. And you're like, Why? Yeah. So I think Jeff saw that as well. The thing, it doesn't quite hold together. It allows you to kind of keep your network together and maybe connect to some people you might meet um, through your network or, you know, you might meet at a trade show. But that's clearly not happening at the moment. Um, but it doesn't really allow you to expand your networks and create these rich, diverse networks. And that was something we wanted to try to accomplish. And we started off, we acquired a business that had been starting to do this back in 2019. Um, I then launched Pod. I chose the name. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the confusion with podcasts, it's all on me, that one. Um, but I, I, you know, I like the symbolic, 
symbology of a group, creating yeah. groups. We have different groups in our lives, um, sometimes a professional group. I'm a, an AYSO soccer coach, or I was until the world shut down, right? But, you know, I have my soccer group, I have my, my work group, and then, you know, I have other interest groups that, I, that I'm involved in. And that was what we created Pod for. It was really to help people network, to find people, to find other people based on uh, location and interests. Yeah, I, I love that because you know I'm I'm I use LinkedIn quite a bit, and there are things that it's good for finding out information about a specific person, uh, looking at their history and their career. It's like a a glorified CV with uh, some expanded capabilities of of posting stuff. It doesn't really do social networking really well. It it does it adequately to maintain and be a a platform, but it doesn't really create new relationship like you're saying and so i'm i'm super excited to see you know what you're doing to reinvent that space we're going to talk about that in a minute and i i the other thing about it is as i look at what you're doing and building i look at linkedin as kind of like an alpha version or beta version of a concept and then just kind of got stuck there it was a very finished version a very launchable version but it kind of got stuck where it was it didn't continue to move forward and evolve you know, two years ago, it seems like it's pretty similar to what it is now. So having yeah. having fresh ideas, fresh concepts is super cool. Talk to us about that spark moment for you where Pod kind of was the concept that rose to the top and, and why you said, this is an idea I want to invest in. I think, you know, in the early days, what we, we did was we started to talk to people, right? And this this is, you know, this is really one of the, the core tenets of our, of our products really is that we people need people. Right. You know, if you if you meet somebody new during that day and you, you sit down at dinner at the end of the day with the family, you often think about that. That's the main thought you have of that person, how they made you feel. Did they make you laugh? Are they somebody that you're going to have an ongoing relationship with? So and I think as we're in isolation at the moment, it, it's really starting to hit home just how much we need mm -hmm. other people. It's one of our most basic needs. Yeah. So we started to connect to people we knew and also to try and reach out to find people we didn't know. And we did this in, sounds crazy, uh, but my head of product, every Uber ride, every Uber driver who's taken my head of product has had to listen to what we do wow. and give an opinion on it. Um, anytime we're on public transport, we were just out there talking to people. Because if we go to the people we know, who know us, they're likely to be probably overly positive. They don't want to hurt our feelings. Um, if we go, and they also, they come from the same kind of world we do. If we go out to, you know, a guy that's doing a, something, a totally different service or provide, you know, in a totally different part of the world or from a different ethnic background, we can really see if this idea um, resonated in the broader sense. And we found it did. Mm -hmm. And that really over everything gave us, I think, the courage and the conviction to, to really go ahead with it. Yeah. Super, super cool. I, I want to step back a little bit here and talk a little bit about you uh, as we as we prepare for this. You are you have your PhD in a PhD in quantum physics, which wow! I mean, uh, you're the first quantum physics doctor I've ever met. How did you go from there to entrepreneurship and to businesses? That's like seems like a huge leap. Um, I guess I guess so. Uh, growing up in the UK, and I went to university in the UK, um, 
I, you know, I found that the hardest thing, I did a degree in applied chemistry, mm-hmm. and the hardest part of my degree was quantum physics. Yeah. The, the quantum mechanics component of it was, was hard. And I was about to, I got a job offer, I was about to go, leave, get my degree and go to work, and a professor approached me at university and said, how would you like to, to do this? Mm-hmm. And I think it was the challenge, Michael, just like, wow, this is the bit I found hard. Um, and I, I went for it, and it was fascinating. The, the calculations that I was running, Albert Einstein thought these calculations would never be possible. Wow. Because he realized he was able to calculate that it would take four man lifetimes to run one of my calculations. And he didn't know about computers, so he couldn't see how that was ever going to be possible. Right. You know, we'd never get there. So these four man lifetime calculations, I was running them. They were taking about four days on a VAX. Uh, those old enough will remember the VAXs that we used to have. Yeah. The trouble is my I was using the university's VAX 4300, and it was blowing everybody out because when <laughs> my calculation was running, it was sucking all of the life out of everything. So my, my university, um, Nottingham, Nottingham Trent University, was good enough to – they actually gave me my own computer, which wow. in the day you know, probably cost thousands. Wow. And then I, I had access to a Cray, one of the early supercomputers out of London, um, which could do parallel processing, and that one, that machine would run one of my calculations in four hours. Uh, nowadays, you could probably run it on your phone. <laughs> that may be an exaggeration, but I mean, it just shows you how much technology has has come along. So, I was in this. It's a very theoretical world. It was very interesting to me. Um, but I think you know, once I I'd finished with it, I I didn't want to spend. My, my external examiner is one of the world's great mathematicians, George Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was famous for the Ruth and Hall equation. Any, anyone, any level of math kind of is going to hit him. We got his resume when he was about to interview me for my PhD. And uh, on his resume, I could see that he'd gone, all very prestigious, but he'd gone from university to university to university. He'd never been, he'd never done a, a real job, right? That's rude. But he'd never been in a commercial environment, and I knew I wanted to. Yeah. So uh, for me, you know, I, I think I use a lot of what I learn mm-hmm. um, in terms of, particularly in terms of how to think and how to think outside the box, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> box has got the cat in and the vial of poison. You have to think outside the box. So um, I think I use a lot of what I learn and the scientific rigor that, that you learn, uh, but staying in academia was was not something I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. So you make the jump, and uh, I was I wrote this down: CEO of four businesses, Interface uh, Corporation, Energy Solutions International, uh, Virtual Piggy. Which that's just a really cool concept, right there. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, and uh, is it Spiron? Spirion. Spirion, uh, which is uh, a cybersecurity company. So you have really gone full in on on entrepreneurship on uh being a founder and running businesses talk to us a little bit about how you process your approach to what you build and and this plays right into to pod you're constantly creating so how are you keeping that fresh and how are you uh, approaching those problems to solve them i think and i think most people are the same right it's much easier for us to do something if we're passionate about it yeah so it would be hard for me to run a business that I didn't 
like the product or didn't see a use for the product. Yeah. So every company I've been involved in, I've been passionate about uh, what the product does and how it, you know, basically contributes to the greater good. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing that really kind of keeps me interested. I All of my companies have been about using software technology to make a complex problem simpler. Yeah. So it's always had that, even though I've switched industry, it's always had that that common thread yeah. to it. Yeah. As we pivot towards the end of this first segment, we always ask a series of questions. The first one being, how do you find passion in what you do? Or f- actually find purpose in what you do? I think, you know, a lot of it is looking at a business and certainly there's some businesses, some, some I've been approached to run certain companies that I've said no to. Yeah. And because I just didn't, I knew that I wouldn't be able to get passionate about them and yeah. get on with them. You, you mentioned Virtual Piggy a while back. I was so passionate about that business. You know, I just felt that was, and still do, that it's just the right approach to helping uh, young people understand the value of money and start managing their money earlier. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that so that clearly was one I was very passionate about. But looking back, all, all of the companies have had that same thing, energy solutions, you know, it was all about helping these large companies manage oil and gas pipelines, mm-hmm. preventing leaks, being knowing about there's a likely to be a leak coming or we've identified a small leak before it becomes a, an environmental catastrophe. Yeah. So every company I've had uh, a level of passion about. And I think, uh, you know, for me, part of it is choosing that. The And some of it is like being presented with ideas and being able to having the luxury to be able to say, that's not for me. You know, I'm, mm. I, I know if I'm not going to be passionate about it, I'm not going to be the guy or girl you, you need running your business. You know, you can find somebody better than me who maybe will be passionate about this. Um, and then with pod, of course, you know, I, I just love this. I love the idea of trying to help us meet more people, increase our networks, um, get, get more out of life by, by finding and meeting the people um, that can really make a difference in our lives. What's one challenge you're currently working to overcome? Um, well, I think, you know, our, our company's mission statement is bringing people together. Yeah. Now we're sitting in the worst pandemic that any of us have ever experienced and everyone's saying stay apart. Yeah. So, Right now, um, you know, our mission statement is not looking like the smartest mission statement. Um, However, you know, I think one one of the things we did is we've pivoted quickly and we've added in video. You you know, our our core belief is that you get more when you physically meet. Yeah. But I have to say video works as well. Like you and I are sitting here on video and I feel a connection towards you. I feel like if we were just on the phone, this this would be very different. You know, I... I wouldn't feel like I'd made that connection with you. So I think, you know, what we've done is we've made it easy now. We've got 5 million members. Um, they've got the ability to search for anybody. So let's say, you know, I don't know, let's, let's say I'm in the in the creative business, I'm in the gaming industry, and I'm trying to find some graphical artists around me uh, that maybe I want to meet, bounce ideas off. So I can get onto Pod and I can put in, you know, creative design, graphic art, and the, the map will now, it's, it's a very map-based system. It will now start to show me just those people with that skill set. I can click on them, find out information, whatever information they put out, 
and I can choose to chat with them or I can just say, I'd like a video meeting. Mm. And the system then sends, if you're the other person, it sends you a message and you can choose to accept that or, or say, no, I'm busy right now. So I think that's going to help people continue to spread, meet their networks, even during this time where we're all hunkered down at home. And what's the next big dream, goal, or idea you have? Outside of pod or inside pod? You can answer for either or both. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. Thanks. One, one of the things I'm real passionate about at the moment is it, you know, I'm sitting at home like most people are. Yeah. And, you know, really what's happened is we've been, if you're not a doctor, you know, I'm sitting at home telling my kids, you, need, you guys need to be doctors, right? Because reconsider a career in that. I wish I had a medical background right now so I could actually help. So I'm sitting at home feeling somewhat helpless while this pandemic rages around the world. And I can see um, things going on. I can see my, my partner is uh, very adept at sewing, right? Mm. Which is kind of an old skill if you think about it. Um, and I can see these communities of sewers are coming together and they're sewing gowns, they're sewing masks, they're sewing headbands with little buttons on so that the, the nurses and doctors don't have to have um, the mask over their ears all day. Mm -hmm. So I can see just as a humanity, people want to try and help each other during this time. So one of the things that occurred to me is with POD, we have a map and we have a map that people can put stuff on, right? If you look at a Google map, they control what goes on it. You can't do anything. So what we're releasing this weekend is we're starting it in L.A., but, I mean, technically this can work wherever. We're just trying to get people used to using it, is you can have, if you're a restaurant and you're open for business, you can put an um, open sign on your location, on our map, and in there you can put times about when you're open and what you're trying to do. The, the other day I went to Randy's Donuts. Kid, yeah, kid, famous Randy's. So, right, so I called them ahead yeah. of time and I said, what are you doing? How are you working? And they said, go to the website, order the food, pay for it there. We'll put it in a box by the door. You won't come into contact with anybody. Wow. I'm like, great, right? Because I think we're all trying to be super careful at this point. And uh, it worked really well. So what we're doing is like, now you can put that on the map. The other part is if you're a hospital or a care center or somebody who needs something, maybe you're an elderly, elderly person, you're lonely, you need somebody to help you with the groceries. Um, you're, you're an elderly person that's quarantined. You don't know how to use Amazon or how to get food. You need some help. So you can put a red cross sign on the map and in there you can type what you want. Then at the same time, we're creating a group of COVID-19 volunteers. You join that. And you can see these people that need various things mm. um, in your, you know, in your local area. Because this is often it's very, this is a very local uh, situation. So this is our first responder pod. We're calling it. You join that, and now you can see what's needed around you. You can communicate with other volunteers. You know, one of the things I can see is that the sewers are running out of materials. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out how do I get more material. So you can put a red cross sign down. More material needed. And people who have access to material can then donate to those people who are, who are doing it. So this is something I'm really passionate about right now. It's really just coming together at this point, And I'm hoping we can really make a difference and help.
That's super, super cool. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we're going to talk more about this. We're going to talk more about how the app works and how you can utilize it. Uh, and we're going to also talk about how you can network and connect with people when you can't be face-to-face. -face. We'll be right back. Chasing big ideas and dreams is hard to do. Doing it alone, it's almost impossible. But where do you find a community of dreamers, of makers, of innovators, of influencers just like you? Where do you find other entrepreneurs and small business owners? Here at JumbleThink, we are helping. We launched the new JumbleThink Facebook group, a community of people just like you who are chasing their dreams, who are making their ideas reality. It's a place where you can come and ask the questions that you're struggling with, that you can get encouragement to face the obstacles that are in front of you, to get encouraged when you celebrate big victories. Best of all, it's completely free. All you have to do is head on over to jumblethink.com group to join our JumbleThink Facebook group. So stop trying to face those big ideas and dreams by yourself and join a community of people just like you who are turning those dreams and ideas into reality. Head on over to jumblethink.com slash group right now and join the JumbleThink Facebook group. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now let's return to today's conversation with Dr. Joe Weber. We are back with Dr. Joe Weber. All right, before we get going, where can people find and connect po uh, with POD and with you and with what you're building? Sure. So, you know, if you just want to kind of take a look, probably the website, www.pod.io. Um, if you go to pod, the website, www.pod.io, you can, on the first frame, there's uh, links where, you know, if you're on the phone, you can, we have the app on the App Store and on the Google Play Store. And we also have a web app. Mm. Um, if you click the web app, you can actually kind of play with it a little bit before committing if you want. There's a map and you can kind of zoom around the world and see all the pod users where they are. And you can also do things like uh, put in, I don't know, photographer mm -hmm. or tax, tax attorney or whatever you want and look for people who have that profession and it will show you kind of where they are. In order to connect to them, we do need you to log in and get an account. It's yeah. all free. It's a free service, but uh, we want you to register. Yeah. So, you know, we're talking about different things. Before we took the break, you talked a little about COVID-19 and how you are coming up with a really cool solution on how we can find people who are in need or who have a specific uh, maybe they're a business and, and they want to let you know how to communicate with them better, which I think is super cool. If, if we weren't dealing with this right now, is this more of a B2B? Is it more of a B2C? You know, is it, it you know, I think LinkedIn and, and that's the closest comparison I have. And I, I think of that as kind of a B2B, but this sounds like it's it's broader than that. It almost sounds like it's a little bit of meetup. It's a little bit of uh, LinkedIn. It's a little bit of a couple things and bringing the best together to create something magical. 
that, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it super easy. As I said, I've always liked to focus in on taking technology and software and using it to make a complex problem simple. Yeah. And, and also, and this may seem a strange term, but pleasurable. Mm. I, I think you should have fun. Yeah. You know, you should be pleasurable to use software technology, not, you know, particularly in some of the old days, some of the old interfaces were just awful. You know, we, we really focus in on trying to make this more of a, a fun, engaging experience. So it, it is, that's an important thing for us. That's super cool. So I come in and what kind of things can I connect with? So when you first get into the, the system, you know, you first go in, you get your account, it's going to ask you to put in your interests. So those, as you say, is it B2B or is it B2C? And the answer is yes, right? Um, <laughs> most of our community right now is a professional community. Mm -hmm. um, but I think one of the things, and I think we're professional first, but when you think about it and you think about your lives, you're a professional, but you also have a social life as well. Right. Um, I'm, I'm the head of, of Pod. I'm also on the board of another, of two other, three other companies at the moment. Um, and I'm an AYSO coach. So I have these other groups in my in my life and I can use pod for all of that so you put in the various interests that you might have and then you know you you go into the system and it will show you uh, people around you who have the same kind of interests who you might want to consider connecting to and it's very easy you just press a button to say hi I'm interested in in connecting um, the connection could be either a video chat or it could just be a regular chat introduction the system supports both we also show you events that are near you now that obviously has gone by the wayside a bit but what we're seeing is we're seeing people and even our real estate agents moving towards virtual virtual open homes um, and virtual meetings so people are still putting events out there they're just more virtual yeah. Um, so they're kind of tied to a location, but in a virtual yes. sense. So it's like in the case of the real estate broker, they may post, hey, on this street, we're having a virtual thing. So it's still tied to my my location, but it's just taking the actual exchange, the in, in, interfacing to a virtual space instead of coming right to the door and knocking and walking in. That's exactly it. Okay. That's exactly it. Um, and I think all of us are looking forward to a time where we're no longer you know, at home, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually kind of a good time to get out there and meet people around you. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you can talk about, yeah, let's get together for a coffee in three months or, you know, whenever it's appropriate. But you can still meet the people and, and get those connections going. Yeah. You know, for me, for my business, uh, historically, I've built all of it through network, through uh, friendship through the connections I have and in person is always going to be the best. And I love that about the app, but I love that yeah. you took something that some businesses would look at and say, Hey, this just shuts us down. Well, what do we do? Yeah. How do we, and you figured out a way to pivot and expand it. And I think in the long haul, that's going to make the experience even much more richer. Uh, and I know that uh, according to the research, you, you guys have been growing pretty rapidly in what you, you're building from uh, a subscriber stand, not subscriber, but members, people who are engaging. Talk to us a little bit about how we can pivot, you know, networking, uh, how we can pivot 
uh, our face-to-face exchanges to be better. You've uh, talked a little bit about videoing and that kind of thing, but there are people right now listening who are stuck and they're like, I just don't know what to do. Uh, Maybe I lost my job. Maybe uh, my business is suffering. How can they turn this into a solution like you did, figure out a pivot that works and still connect? Well, I think, you know, as I said, I think people need other people, right? Everything we've done, everything I've accomplished has been because of other people. Right. And I think even in a time like this where you kind of everyone feels isolated, there's certain commonalities. I mean, the whole world is in one commonality at, at the moment. Um, I think if you start to think about one of the things I'd advise people is make a list, right? This is back to what you and I were saying about notebooks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Start start to make, start to organize and it's hard for people, but I think start to organize some of the things that you care about. Now, if you've just lost your job, that's going to be number one, number two, number three, let's face it, right? We all have to put food on the table. So if you're in that situation, that's obviously a key priority start to make a list of kind of like things that you think you could do or what you would like to try and do. Um, And then reach out. And the thing I found, Michael, and I'm sure I think you probably feel the same because of the way your business is, people generally like to help. Yeah, They want to help you. It's only probably been a couple of times in my career that somebody has basically put their hand out for money ahead of helping me. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to a gentleman the other day out of, uh, he's out on the East Coast. We met uh, via uh, a, a video chat and uh, he, he he offered to help me with something I'm trying to do in the business. And I was about to say to him, how can I repay you? And he beat me to the punchline. He said, Joe, I always believe in karma. Mm-hmm. And if I do something good for you, it's going to come, I'm going to get good karma back. And, and I didn't say it to him but I'm going to make sure that if he does something good for me, good karma comes his way. Yeah. You know, I'm going to recommend him to my network. I'm going to find a way to reward him for what he does. And I think most people see it that way. So if you're stuck at home and you're looking to expand, I think one of the first things I'd say is other people are out there like you. They're willing to help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's some bad guys out there. But on the whole, people are good and they want to try and try and help each other. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to reach out. You can use a platform like, you know, one of the things that's good about Pod is when the doors open and we do go out again, if you've used that time to find people around you that have common interests, you can start the connection now and then it's like, let's go for a coffee. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get the connection going right now and then, I think it will eventually turn into a face-to-face, particularly if they're local. And that's why, you know, when you get these LinkedIn messages coming in, and I'm not knocking LinkedIn because I use it. I think it's yeah. a fabulous platform. But the piece that doesn't quite work is when I get a message coming in from, you know, India or, or somebody I'm never going to meet. And I'm sure they're lovely people, but there's just no reason to connect. Yeah. Um, this this gives you the ability to find people where there is a reason to connect. Yeah, and I love that what you're building, there's several layers. There are the affinity groups, the, the, the commonalities. There is the proximity, so you're marrying proximity and interest. Yes. You're also marrying uh, need versus want. Uh, you know, I need a community, and this is what somebody's offering. And, and so, so you're doing that. There's a lot to that. Now, 
One of the things that stood out to me, you mentioned that you have a web app that people can use, but you are very mobile centric, mobile first in, in building this out. I think that's really good uh, because that's where people are. They're on their devices. Talk to us a little bit about uh, that shift. We're in that shift with technology from a very computer driven world to a very mobile and tablet driven world. You obviously made the decision to say that's where we want to invest and, and put our priority. Talk to us about that. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the, the one thing is you're more likely to have your cell phone than you are likely to have your wallet on you at any given time, right? Um, even, you know, I've been talking to people, even we're, we're sitting down, what, what are you looking at right now? You're looking at a, a MacBook? Yep. Yep, me too, right? Yep. So because we're forced to be at home, we're way more tethered to the, to the laptop and so on than before. Yeah. But you have to remember a lot of people don't have a laptop, but they do have a phone. Yep. You've also got the situation where um, we have people that are like so fed up with being tethered to the laptop that they'll go to the kitchen and want to have a quick connection with friends and Pod will let them do that because you can have a group of friends. It doesn't have to just be professional. So and it's not a so in that case, it's not a one to one. It can be a one to a group. It can be. So there, there is multiple levels of, of engagement from that standpoint too. Big time, big time. One of the things that's um, what we've got the grouping feature in there, so I could have I could have a group of coworkers and we can all hit the video button and get on a video conference together. I've got a group of family members, same thing. I can bring them all in. A group of the soccer team, so I can address the soccer team in one go. Um, so you've got these different groups. One of the things that's coming out in about a week, we're trying to fast track it is it's occurred to us that a lot of people are at home, but still a lot of people are out there, particularly the first responders. Mm -hmm. And one of our features, if you set up the family and people allow it, you can actually see where anybody is. So this gives you comfort to be able to see, all right, I know my daughter's working in the hospital. I I can actually see where she is on the map. And it allows you to communicate either via chat or via video. So I think the groups is a particularly important uh, feature of the product, actually. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Now you are building something that, that marries so many different platforms. And a lot of people, there's an argument about niching down and being hyper-focused versus being a generalist where you're, you're broad, you know, from the standpoint of who you reach and that kind of thing. You are more broad and, and I see so many different value points as I hear more and more about this. How are you connecting with people so that they can understand better what you do? And, and, you know, if somebody's listening to this right now and they're kind of going, I think I get it, but I'm not quite sure how to use this maybe, or what are some ways they can take it to the next level and really use it as an asset for their business or maybe for their personal life? It's, it's a great question, right? And I think, you know, when you look at, uh, I'm going to go back to the phone, you know, the iPhone, right? If you remember like, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago, uh, a lot of people were using the Razor mm-hmm. and the Razor phone, it was a great phone, um, but you could make calls on it. Texting was like really quite hard. Um, and I think it had a very rudimentary camera, but it was really, you couldn't, so nobody was going to let go of their camera. All of a sudden, you know, the iPhone came out. And if you look at what it does, it's replaced our use of so many other things, you know, mapping. We don't have those big Rand McNally maps anymore. It's all it's all here on, on Google Maps. Um, Games, you know, a lot of the entertainment that we have nowadays is is right here on this. YouTube, being able to watch things. TV is now on this device. Sure, I can email. It actually works as a phone as well. <laughs> <laughs> With all of that. Uh, so what, what 
you've looked at there is basically, you know, the Swiss Army knife of that, that the phone is today. Now, uh, what we're trying to create in our in our product is basically a set of tools that are easily available to allow you to network and both meet people and increase your network and also keep working with those existing networks. So that's the core piece about what we're doing. Um, I think virtually anybody could use this technology, you know, if you wanted to just create a network with your family members, right? Um, keeping everybody together in one place. But for a business, I think we offer we offer more than just the connectivity with existing members. We have this whole discovery engine yeah. um, that allows you to, and even for individuals, you know, before the world shut down, our map was quite rich with events that were going on. So if you were interested in, say, yoga, you could look out there and see all the different yoga events, yoga-related events that were going in and choose to, to join them. Um, so it's really about helping you through both, whether it's location, events, and interests, start to get out there and see people around you. Because one of the best ways to meet people is through an event or attend an event, right? Um, those events are going to be virtual for a bit, but not forever. We'll be back out there again. And I think that's really the goal of our app. There's probably something for everybody in here, anyone who wants to meet new people. We have people, um, some people in the UK were saying to us early on, can we use this to create a book club? Mm. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. You can find people in your neighborhood that are interested in books, reading book club, and then start to join, start to create a little pod around people with that interest. Super, super cool. And I love the description of a discovery tool. You know, you, you went down that list of, you know, you've got your camera, you've got your calendar, you've got your email, you've got phone, you've got text. And I love the description of a discovery tool because uh, there are so many times that maybe I'm even traveling and I may be like, you know, I'm at a conference or something like that. And, you know, I might go to Yelp and then I'm at Facebook and I'm doing a web search and I'm trying to figure out what's around me and what's going on, where to eat, what, who's got specials, who's, uh, who's got a meetup or something like that. And, and I love that your tool is supplying that. And I think, you know, one of the things you go to sometimes is you go to these conferences, I certainly go and, and you walk into the, order, the hallway and there's just people everywhere, there's booths everywhere, right? And, you know, one of the things that we're seeing people do on this is I can put out the things I care about. So let's say I go to a massive STEM conference all about science, technology, engineering, and maths, but really, I'm really interested in robotic hands. That's yeah. my specialty. Yeah. I put that out there. And I can also search for people who are interested in that, and we can connect. And we would never have found each other yeah. without this. Yeah. Um, or I could even be quite insular, and maybe I've got a few hours to kill. I'd love to see if there's any alumni from my university here. Yeah. So I can now search based on that, and well, there's somebody, let's go and have a drink. Yeah, so cool. We're gonna take a break right here, and when we come back, it's rapid fire questions. Here at JumbleThink, one of our passions is talking to interesting people. And with over 300 episodes of JumbleThink, we've talked to a lot of people. Whether it's a well-known Hollywood actor, an up-and-coming author, a startup founder, an entrepreneur, an author, we've talked to a lot of people with a broad range of topics. 
If you've missed any of the episodes of JumbleThink, I encourage you, go back and check out some of the past episodes. Now, how do you do that? The easiest way is head on over to jumblethink.com. You'll find links to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, and more right on the website. You'll also find links to every episode of JumbleThink there. While you're checking out all of those past episodes at jumblethink.com, make sure you sign up for our newsletter. That way you never miss a future episode of the show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now let's jump into rapid fire questions with today's guest, Dr. Joe Weber. We are back with Dr. Joe Weber. All right. Are you ready for rapid fire questions? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I usually joke and say it's pass and fail, but, uh, you know, with coronavirus, we've given everyone an easy curved A on this, so you'll be good. As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Astronaut. I love that. And do you think you'll go do one of the expeditions when Virginia Galactica or Elon's thing, one of those uh, get launched? I, I think so. You know, once it becomes a little bit more commercialized, um, I, I'm not going to be an early adopter in that. I, frankly, I don't have the, the level of funding required to be an early adopter. Very few um, do. <laughs> very few of us do. But uh, yes, absolutely very interested in, in that. Very interested in, you know, I love what Elon's doing. Obviously, he's in my neighborhood here in yeah. Southern California. And what he's trying to do in terms of getting us to Mars I mean, I know some people look at it and go, oh, why do we need to go to Mars? But, you know, there's so many challenges we have to overcome if we are to be able to really get out there into our galaxy and, and really see the rest of, uh, the, you know, the, what the the larger galaxy has to offer. So very interested in what he's doing. Yeah. What is one tip you'd give someone with a big idea or dream and they don't know where to start? Um, I think it's probably what we've been talking about today meet people mm. right if you've got a big idea that's great um look around obviously and see if somebody's done it before or what else is out there and what you can improve on so to see if you do really have a unique um problem you're trying to solve um but a really big thing is is reaching out and as i said earlier in this podcast um people in general want to help you that's what i found people who reach out to me i generally want to try and help them you could look around in your greater area and find people that have run companies similar to what you're trying to do. Um, Maybe they're investors or they know investor networks. You can find those people. And I think a lot of times people don't know where to start. 
Yeah. So how do I find these people? I, you know, people feel so isolated. How do I find them? Yeah. Uh, so and I if, think that's one. If there was only an app that would do that. <laughs> <laughs> like pod. <laughs> <laughs> What is one change you'd like to see in the world? Um, well, obviously very focused right now on <laughs> uh, getting rid of a certain microorganism. Um, so, yes, I'd like to see that go. I, You know, I think one of the things I'd love to see, and one of the things that's interesting about this whole COVID-19 response is we've never seen the world come together, on a, particularly on a scientific level, in the way that we have around this. And I think this is a really, you know, there's not a lot of positive, but that is a really positive thing about this. And I just hope, you know, the next steps for us as, as a humanity are obviously to, oh, well, in my mind, um, to find a vaccine and potentially an antiviral uh, for the, against this. But I think what, what I'd really like to see is at the end of it, as we come out to this, we don't forget this. We don't lose these alliances because we're much better as a humanity when we're working together than when we're fighting each other. What do you want your legacy to be? She was fun to be around. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good legacy. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I've got like most people, I've got kids. Mm -hmm. Um, You get to see the world in a a different way when you, when you have kids. Um, I'd like to feel that people, when you know, got more out of meeting me than I took out of out of them. So obviously, yeah, love people to feel that I uh, contributed to their lives. I think at the end of it, you know, you look at each day and what did I do to better the human experience today? Where do you find inspiration? That's a good question, isn't it? I think I really find inspiration, just like everybody, all around us, whether it's people or experiences. Um, and I think that's one of the challenges we have right now under house arrest is, you know, it's hard for us to, and the news is all about this, the, you know, the COVID-19 issue. So I, th- I think it's hard for us, you know, as, um, to really be inspired. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I can have a meeting with somebody and just get a tremendous level of inspiration uh, from that meeting based on their experiences and some of the things that they've, they've seen and done. Um, so I'd say probably people is my biggest source of inspiration. What's one book you think every dreamer should read? Well, depends what, I'll give you a couple, depends what kind of dream. So if you're sat at home right now, um, there's a book and it's a, it's a a fictitious one. And some people were not going to be happy with this choice, but, um, there's a book called dark matter from Blake Crouch and What it is, you know, as you know, I did a PhD in quantum physics, and this author has tackled the many worlds um, interpretation of, of quantum quantum mechanics, and it's a crazy mind blowing interpretation. But it is one of the one, you know, absolute strong theories that we have, um, and he's taken it and made. Instead of it, it's not a scientific book. It is a novel. It's, it's mm. purely a fictitious account. So I actually really enjoyed reading it um, just because of t- taking something like that, this crazy concept that we have in quantum physics and creating a story around it. So that's that's an enjoyable one um, in, in my mind. On the other side of things, there's a book. I was looking to see if I had it handy. Blitzscaling uh, by Reid Hoffman. Okay which I thoroughly enjoyed. And one of the things about Blitzscaling is uh, Reed was the guy, he was a co-founder at PayPal and he was the founder of LinkedIn. Yeah. Right? 
And what he does in this book, it's kind of like it's the modern history of technology and technology firms in America. So he goes through the most probably last 10 years, um, some of the companies that have just kind of come up, Airbnb, Uber, you know, obviously the LinkedIn experience. But he's not purely talking about his own experience. He's looking out at other companies. And his book is, you know, for some companies, the idea is there. In the old days, it was always like, oh, you've got a company, you start local, then you expand national, and then maybe you go international. And that takes place over a period of maybe 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. His whole thing is some companies and some technology needs this blitz scaling approach where we just say, you know what, this is good, it works. We're going to prioritize speed over efficiency. Interesting. So it's the opposite of what we used to do, but it's how some of these great giants, uh, giants today, how they came to be. That's super cool. And our final rapid fire question for today is what is one dream you're still wanting to fulfill in your own life? Um, I say I, I fulfilled most of my dreams to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm now in my fifth decade. Um, I guess you know, I've, I've always, I've, I've always been, I love travel, right? Mm -hmm. So this is particular, you know, this is challenging for me not to travel. I do. I was born under a wandering star. Somebody said that about me once and it's true. Um, I've wanted, you know, there are some parts of the world that I really do want to go and spend more time and travel with, travel into. Um, one of the ones that immediately comes to two things. One is my son wants to climb Kilimanjaro oh, cool. uh, in a couple of years when he's, when he's a bit older, he's a little young. So we might look into whether that's possible. Um, and another one I've always wanted to do is to do the hike into Machu Picchu. Because I just think walking in there and getting to see it from, from, you know, from a walking experience um, would just be tremendous. It's been a lot of fun, Joe. Thank you so much time, for taking time out and being with us in, in this crazy world we live in right now yeah. and, and sharing some of the cool things you're doing. We, we wish you the best in everything you create. Thank you, Michael. Once again, we want to thank Dr. Joe Weber for taking time out to be on the show. You can find all the links on how you can connect with Pod or Dr. Weber simply by checking out today's episode notes. Now for my final thought today. So much of today's conversation was around the world of community, building your network, connecting with others. I know for many of you, you feel disconnected. You feel like you're detached from the world because you're isolated, you're alone at home, or maybe you're stuck in a place that you don't want to be. My encouragement to you today is reach out to someone, whether it's on the phone, whether it's on Zoom or Skype, whether it's simply dropping an email. Don't detach from the world just because you're isolated from it. There are still ways to talk to people. There are still ways to connect with people. There are still ways to have incredible conversations. Right now is not the time to spiral into a place of isolation. Isolation, as I say, is the death march of entrepreneurship and really the death march of life. So today, push into ways you can connect. I know it's a little bit harder. I know it's not as right in front of your face to see people right there every day. But you don't have to isolate. You don't have to hide. You don't have to be detached. You can connect. You can see others. Even in a virtual world, you can connect and have meaningful conversations. Today, that's the challenge. Take a little bit of time today. Get on the phone with a family member, a friend, a colleague, and just have a conversation. Share how you're feeling. 
share what you're thinking about, share the struggles you have. I believe that this is a beautiful time to be more connected more than ever before. So take that time today to reconnect with the people that matter the most. Thanks again for tuning into today's show. It means the world to us that you would listen to Jumble Think, and I hope it's it's brightened your day and encouraged you. Now it's your turn to get out there, to dream big, and to change the world around you. Les enfants peuvent également prendre un moment revitalisant dans quelques mois lorsque vous aurez bien saisi la technique et que vous serez maître de votre corps. Vous pourrez vous décontracter même en travaillant. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.